I'm Scott. I'm Russell. And I'm Leo. This is Spitball. Welcome to Spitball, the Pitchin' Kitchen, where three lovable scamps, yours truly, empty their heads of startup and tech product ideas that we have stuck up in there, and you can all have them for free. Anything we say is yours to keep. Russell, you're up. Go for it. All right, guys. I've been sitting on this fresh idea for a long time. It is a... So, what's great about this idea is it should be stolen because the three of us are married men. This is a dating app idea. Scott, you are the winner of the dating app world. So I, your Ooh. feedback's highly anticipated. Okay. <laughs> and married men cannot create dating apps. We all know this. Nope. I guess not. <laughs> Definitely not, right? So, okay. Here's here's the problem. And this is why I think about a lot of dating apps. Because all of Carrie's friends, my wife's friends... All are trying to get married, not married. They're all trying to find people. And every time, I feel like the women's side of the dating world, dating app world really sucks. I know for guys it does too, but like the unsolicited dick pics, the un, un, like there's just so much uh, harassment or whatever on there. I, I, I can't even begin to understand. But all I have to say is as a wingman in training or a wingman extraordinaire, <laughs> I am constantly seeking suitors <laughs> for my wife's friends. <laughs> okay. Sure. So the reason I, and <laughs> so you're going to hear a lot as, as you subscribe to our podcast, you're going to hear a couple of these dating app ideas because I got, I, I have a lot of them. Right. Um, this one is, this Three one's a good for one. Your wife's right? friends. This one's a good one. <laughs> Russell's love corner. <laughs> Go. <laughs> New segment. Okay. The dating app is called friend of a friend. All right. Okay. So the idea is that you as the person that wants to find a suitor for your friend, right? Because basically if your best friend is trying to find a boyfriend or whatever, they're going to become a part of your friend group. So why not pick and choose Spice Girl style? If you want to be my friend's lover, <laughs> you got to get with me, right? <laughs> so... You're platonically. Vetting platonically, right? Your your wife's friends, potential significant others. Yes. Okay. This is my dilemma that I'm solving with a dating app. <laughs> couple couple rules, right? It's it's basically you're posting pictures of you with your friend, right? And friends of friends are matching each other to each other, right? So I, for example. Whoa. I got, we got a friend. His name is, uh, we'll call him Phil. Okay. Guy named Phil. He's, uh, I just want to take, if I take photos with him, I am now able to post pictures of this person, right? So it kind of removes an element of scamminess, elements of, you know, bad behavior because you're taking pictures with that friend, right? So friend of a friend. Someone is vouching for you. Exactly. Phil. For mm -hmm. Phil in this scenario, right? And that's the goal. So are you setting up all of your friends on the blind dates? Like, are you picking the suitors for them and they are just sort of getting fed people that you've sent their way? Best, best, best part best part here, because it's double dates. They're all double dates, right? Oh. Everything's a double date at that point because you meet somebody who's got a friend. I have a friend. Now we're on a double date, right? 
or triple you date. are productizing the actual experience that you're having over and over again here so in real life going on all these double dates and trying to match the end people user up in isn't life. the people looking yes. for significant others it's you who has a friend who's looking for someone you are a broker Got yes it. you you are the broker the friend broker <laughs> it's kind of like the realtor relationships right you have a buyer seller <laughs> you meet them in the middle and we match them right and it's kind of like that so Here's what's crazy. I tried this out actually. <laughs> I, I not not I, I started a Facebook group called Friend of a Friend with some of Carrie's friends. And immediately when they heard about my idea, they started taking pictures of themselves in groups. Like so they like, oh, take a picture with me, take a picture with me. And I'm like, well, like is... circle the person you're talking about in the group pictures. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, all right, if you're going to take pictures of me and post them, I want you to find a person. We both need to look good, right? So now they're taking pictures of both of them together and they kind of like it because it's fun to take pictures of themselves and it's just it builds on top of each other really well. Um, but simply put, that's the app. Friend of a friend. Does the actual person who's getting matched the, the friend, are they using the app at all or is this entirely for entirely the only friend? The friend is the only people on the app. Now, there's no rules behind what happens outside the app, right? So if you're well, sure. Your friends in the room. I found this, you know, but that person can't join. So, I mean, they can, but they have to be soliciting a friend, totally. <laughs> I guess. So <laughs> they have to bring, to bring their own to the friends. table. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Because <laughs> when you first started pitching this, I was nervous that this was just going to be an easily copyable feature for the tinders and hinges of the world to just take and add into their own apps. But you're fostering an entirely different community. Brilliant. Brilliant. And it's because people don't want to do dating apps, but their friends want them to do dating apps. And so there's this like niche of friends that want their friends to do dating apps. But sure. And especially like somebody like my wife and I love to do the dating apps for their friends. <laughs> there's just a, <laughs> it's a, fun a, to get a big group to help make a profile. Yeah. it's And, you know, let's lean into that. Right. Let's create an app for that. So great. I mean, that's I. Yeah. What do you, yeah, Scott, dating app extraordinaire. What do you I, think? <laughs> having multiple eyes on the profile is always good. I, I'm i just picturing like that first date scenario though, because like right now it's Russell, it's you and Carrie are trying to set up your friend Phil. So it's the three of you guys on one team and you have randomly met with these other three people on another team, we'll call it. And you all go out to get drinks together and it's going to be you and Carrie and the other married couple just staring at your two friends the entire time. Like, <laughs> is there chemistry? Do you like him yet? <laughs> How's he doing? And then one of them goes to the bathroom and everyone else is just like, okay, okay, let's let's break down. What's happening? Play by play. How is that worse than a regular him? double date situation though, right? I mean, that still, does that still happen in 2023? No, no, it's great. I don't know if that still happens or not, but this at least creates a scenario where it can happen. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> I, I wonder how the actual dates would end up going, right? You might just go on one date, try the try the app, and you actually end up on a date, and then you're just like, "Oh, that was weird." Just like <laughs> all around. All right, I'm, I'm I'm ready to punch up your idea. So please, have you heard of the Hollywood Stock Exchange? Hollywood, no. no. Hollywood Stock Exchange is a role playing like fake stock trading app 
but instead of trading stocks, you are investing in celebrities when they're up and coming, trying to bet on who's <laughs> going to be the big deal before they actually become a thing. I imagine that if you are in friend of a friend and you fire up your your app, you're not looking at just one friend's profile that you're trying to set up, right? You've got several. So can this be gamified for the person who is <laughs> uh, creating profiles? This profile gets a lot of interest because I've really worked hard on it. My friend over here is looking great. My other one over here is kind of a dud right now. How do we incentivize these profiles to get punched up? I'll give you 20 to 1 odds on Josh. It's like, it's Pokemon trading cards, but they're your friends, right? (laughs) This is a super ultra rare holographic Charizard because she's my hot friend. (laughs) Whoa. So how do, we, how do we use this to our advantage to make each profile on there better? Because the, the secret sauce of all dating apps is having a good profile of candidates, right? Man, I, it's incredible. Can we use this as a way to punch up each other's profiles and turn it into a competition? And in, in addition to trying to find the match, you know, you not only do you want to win Pokemon battles by doing your match, but you want to make the best collection you can. <laughs> I will build the best friend group oh possible. Oh my gosh. It's like wingman trading cards, right? It's like, oh. It's Queer Eye for all of your different friends, right? <laughs> you're going in and you're you're like finding the best photos you can of all of them. You're Whoa. you're creating your, your perfect deck. It's a little bit dehumanizing, but. Ah, so is Tinder. It's fine. <laughs> so is, so is <laughs> the dating apps, right? So are all dating. <laughs> We're just capitalizing on that more. Man. So it's it's a feed so it's like the feedback system there, right? So in a way, how I guess you could use that now. Like how do you create like a feedback loop that isn't that's more fun? I guess more Sure. Dude, like but Scott would never share his dating profile with like with our friend group, I would- right? share my profile all the time and you'd be like guys give me feedback on here like do i look stupid in this picture like what should i do for what should i is this a clever like description of myself or something (laughs) never show the messages though you know there's a a world there's like a bunch of like rate me subreddits right like that's how facebook started right right hot Hot or or not or whatever maybe there's an element of that too we bring like a there's something there how do we gamify your hot friends? Your hot single I friends? I feel like we're on the cusp of something here, but I don't quite know what it is. <laughs> I know, right? Or the person, the listener who's hearing this now will take that idea and finally put the cherry on top and become a trillionaire. All right, Leo, what do you got? All right, we're thinking big for this one. Big hardware project. Oh, boy. So... I want you to really think about your dishwasher. Think about all the interior (laughs) of it. You've got, so you take out the racks. We're not actually washing racks with this device, but you've got an extremely efficient way of using water to make a bunch of stuff that's dirty clean. You've got a sprayer that recirculates. You've got a heating and drying element. Now we're going to blow it up and we're going to put it in your garage. This is going to be an apparatus that we're installing in our own home. We might have to have some like tarp walls or something. I haven't quite figured out boxing it in entirely, but we live here in Michigan where there's salt on the roads, right? And I, you can't go to 
the car wash unless it's a above 30 degree day and it happens to be sunny and happens to be nice. What if every time you parked your car, we had a small amount of water that's recirculated. We are spraying it all over the car. We are getting the undercarriage. We're getting all over and we are drying it with heating elements every single time. In a world where we are plugging in our cars to charge, it's going to be amazing when we start every day with a clean, full tank, ready to go off the lot looking car, right? There's going to be some mold to deal with, Mm. but (laughs) that's my pitch. (laughs) We'll figure that part out. That part's the easy part, right? The rest of the, everything else around it. Positioning of the sprayers and stuff isn't have, it doesn't have to be exactly the same, right? You got to have a couple in the corner and you got a couple on top and bottom, but you don't need a ton of water to get something clean. Yeah. Just like a two, maybe three axis arm that comes down and just like, very like sure. targeted sprays your car in certain areas are going through. A lot of garages have drains in them that can be solved. Most have yeah, like well, hose nearby. Actually, could you, I'm almost thinking, could you make this out of with less hardware, I guess where less a full, I'm, you know, immediately I'm picturing like a G code running like 3d printer thing that's going over your car. Uh, sure. Or could we just make it a single standalone unit? Like that, uh, that robot and uh, Iron Man, the little arm robot that would always uh-huh. it was the butt of all the jokes. Could we just put a hose or something on something like that, and it'll just go around your car and actively clean it? You know, like a Roomba. It takes a long time, but it doesn't matter because it's at night while you're sleeping. Yes, seems like a lot of. And that makes parts. so much sense. I was thinking the opposite, where we have one giant molded piece of plastic, like those sheds you buy at a hardware <laughs> store, and you put that inside <laughs> the garage as another layer, a building within a building. I wanted to overcomplicate it compared to your idea. So, Leo, you were saying one giant piece, yeah. right? And there's like the 3D printer model, like yeah. all right, just a little spot where you just go up and down. I guess like they have these. So for trucks, if you have like a truck camper. They have the thing on top. So like they actually have like lifts where you can like pulley system your, uh, you know, like the trucks have like covers. It's a, do you guys know what I'm talking no. about? I, okay. Cover. So, so trucks like, you know, Ford F-150, they have the truck sure. bed, but you can actually buy a, like a oh, roof. Oh yeah. Right. Totally. I thought you meant semis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, just the truck. Uh, regular <laughs> F-150, right? Pick up and you can buy something in your, your car, in your garage, like lift it up, right? So I, I guess you could just install, let's say you put a hose and a water or a heater, like a water heater at the top of your garage. And then like one X axis, one line, right? And okay. so as you're like backing into your garage or out, of your, well, I guess you could do forward and back, but like you could do something where you just, as you're backing out, it's like turn on and it just rinses totally. the car as you back out. And then you're on the road. An archway with sprayers. Yes, an archway with sprayers. Exactly. All right, new pitch. You have an archway of sprayers that you put on the garage door on the outside. You hook up to your hose and it soaps it in, rinse, rinses. You can buy this. It's just water. There's they no soap. have... <laughs> pulling in and out a couple dozen times. They have this for like uh what is it? Weed and feed. Like when you're la- when you're doing the lawn, you just attach like a soap module and there you go. You got your monetization strategy, okay? You can you only have to you have the special hose hookup that works with the archway and now it's like car wash pods. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your detergent pods 
<laughs> How do we potify it? Honestly, there are I'm enough sold. people that buy unlimited car washes that would just be like, this is how I do my life. I'm a little worried about the exterior uh, spraying down my driveway with water every day in the winter move. Yeah. Salt? <laughs> it sprays with salt water. Perfect. Corrodes your car away in like 18 months. That's perfect. Rusts out the frame right under you. That has some traction, Leo. I'm surprised it doesn't exist. It's it's just like I, I mean like it's one of those like it feels like the kind of thing that you'd see on cribs where some guy has a car wash in his garage and it, yeah uh, this seems like somebody in the south is like all right I go and I live on a farm my truck gets dirty every day I need a you know a, an invention that cleans my truck every time I pull in boom so like the reusable water element is an add on because some people are just gonna be like. I don't care. I leave my garage door open. The archway is a cool idea because it could go anywhere. Like at the end of the the driveway on my way out to the farm or whatever. When I'm going in and out of this construction site, it goes up and it has like all the dump trucks and shit that go through it. Ooh. And yeah. Then they're they're on the road. There might be a commercial B2B. application. That's, <laughs> yeah, I didn't exactly. Even think about that. B2B, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Scott, what do you got? Hit us up. Okay, so I'm also thinking product idea, but much smaller. So I was scooting around Alibaba the other day. I just love looking at that for random, like cheap products that you can get from China and see how you can remarket it and whatnot. And me too. I came across this. It it looks like like a that was easy button. Uh, Really small. And it's just a big button that you just want to press by looking at this thing. But at the same time, it had a USB cable coming out of it. And I'm like, what the heck is this thing? And I realized uh, it described it as a like marketing material that you have at trade shows or something. And you put your logo on top on the button. And what happens is that you take you give these out to people and then they plug it into their computer. And when they hit the button, it'll open up their web browser and go to your website. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, but then I saw one that had a button and an led inside of it so like when you press the button the whole thing lights up and I'm like, this is cool this is a lot of hardware for very cheap it is a button slash switch it's leds on here it's got a little microcontroller already built in that you can that can automatically download drivers and do whatever and connect to your computer just like a like a keyboard like i can plug in a mouse and a mouse will just work through hid and so I'm thinking like there's got to be a lot of applications for something like this besides going to an open or besides opening up a URL for you. And so I love playing RTSs, random video games, strategy stuff. And when you're playing these, you're always looking at a million different things at once. And I was thinking, is it possible we could write a Python script or something that is looking at the screen And if I'm forgetting to do something in the game, it'll just light up and alert me to be like, hey, you didn't uh, do this one thing. Uh, It's an external alert light in order for you to remember that you're supposed to be doing something in a game. You want to give yourself a competitive advantage with hardware. Yeah, exactly. A hardware advantage on here. Interesting. And if I'm just scraping the screen looking for certain things and maybe... Do those games know to look 
for screen scraping, anti-cheat software triggering stuff? That is a great question. Seems dangerous, like you're going to get banned. (laughs) If you're just looking externally to your screen on the pixels and it's not actually referencing anything in the game, Mm. like I'm not going into the game's code to be like, hey, when this certain trigger happens, light up that light. It's more of just, this is on the screen and you didn't notice it, so I'm going to flash an alert at you. This is, okay, this is so cool. This is like, I, I could see this being used for like any notification. Yeah, it doesn't have to be used for games and whatnot. You just literally have a button slash light on your desk that connects instantly to whatever you want. So like I have Slack notifications, message notifications, Mm -hmm. and I could have different light notifiers based on whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. So orange lights, Slack, green lights, messages. I could do something like add lights, customize Mm -hmm. those lights, it's, it, I mean, basically, so whether it's gaming, right? So applying a gaming aspect to those lights, it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, notifications are annoying, right? So I'm guessing your game. <laughs> Let's like add it, more. Well, it's just separate the notification out to be more universal, effective, mm-hmm. and minimalistic, right? It's like you don't need the whole slide bar, the Slack branding, and all the information about it. I just want to know, check my yep. Slack in like a minute. My messages, my face, but whatever, and you can, oh. and then you can flip. You can flip it to all right. I got uh, what is what does Apple have? They have a focus mode. Mm-hmm. You have work focus. You have play focus. You can have sleep focus, right? And you can apply and flip those profiles. Game mode, work mode. Now you have Slack colors, and you change those LEDs. LEDs are what multicolor now, right? You just yeah change those That's colors. The crazy part about this. This is like. RGB LEDs and button and plastic housing and USB cable all for like $2. Wow. These You could easily, it's so much hardware for so cheap on this. And they're using it to open URLs. There's so many potentials on this. Your Slack notification one, like it'll light up and be like, you have a Slack message or something. And then Slap you could it. press totally. the button and it opens it up. Slap it. Yeah. It's <laughs> a stream it. deck distilled down to like the most core minimal interface that you can right one input one output yeah well i guess it's rgb you get as many outputs as you want press this one grandma when it's flashing and that's how you get to your email oh that's good grandma when this is flashing if when you press the button it'll open up a facebook uh call with me or something so like okay is this like so what if okay somebody rings my doorbell and i hear it and you know what i know who's coming over i can slap this button Boom, unlocks my door. Like, this is applied to anything, right? Like, color LED. I'm just thinking, like, easy, but you know, the easy button, but mm-hmm. make anything I think of easier, right? Yep. The hardware is done. It's just code at this point, random code changes, and you can make any application out of it. Open it up into an app store. You got third party application <laughs> people, Boom. just like, all right, Yale Smart Lock button, add it to your button, done. Plug, unplug. Right, you just plug it into your dock, assign the app, throw it on the wall, and then you have a recurring revenue thing because you're, you know, selling a subscription for a dollar a month or whatever. Yeah, totally. Whoa, dude. Okay, I bought these dumbass. Sorry, I bought these buttons for my dog to talk. Right. Oh yeah, I've seen those. They look just like it. If <laughs> you can apply, like those buttons are like 20 bucks. I don't know. They're insanely expensive. <laughs> Five bucks a pop, a pop, right? And mm-hmm. they're small and they just press the button and it's like, here's the word. You could, it's just like, 
all right, now I'm like thinking in button world. Right now, everything's a button, and mm-hmm. I'm seeing it. Well, your idea is like making me think of everything as a button. Why isn't <laughs> why isn't my light switch a button? Right? Why can't I press a button next to my nightstand to turn off the lights in my house? Or you activate know? a Google Home script or Alexa script to do all of these things? Is okay. I think it, it starts getting really complex when you. Like, okay, well, next thing, well, we're going to make it wireless. and But if you make it wireless, then you come into all these other hurdles of how do I set up my button or... Is this like NFC tags, though? How close are we to NFC tags, this being... Well, I guess, no, it's not going to notify. I think that's the special element. It's like NFC tags plus that Google project. What was that called? Hold on. Little Signals. Do you guys remember Google's Little Signals, the experiment from last year? They talked about an experiment that they did where there were these six different devices that would sit around your your house and they have very calm, like blend in with the environment, understated designs, fabric and like matte plastic and stuff. And they were supposed to just sort of sit in the background, but then very subtly change like this one gently blows air on the plants to remind you that you need to water them. Or this one has a really small like thing that raises up like the flag on a, uh, a mailbox to just remind you that you have to take out the trash this Tuesday or whatever. Whoa. It was supposed to just sort of little, little subtle in the background notification type stuff. You want to do that, but also have it be like, I walk up to it and I hit the button and, and I respond to this. I dismiss it. I, I've done an action on the thing you're trying to tell me. I love that. Oh man, it was I I feel like there's a a, a a something with physical notifications. Yeah. And I think if I think it's gotta maybe be beyond the plastic button and light. I kinda like that. Like maybe there's something else, like action action buttons or something. And I know Amazon did this, I know, but there's there's something to it. And I think people are Yeah. I think I think now is a more I just more like this one because the hardware is so cheap and as long as you keep the hardware cheap and you don't expand into other things, you have a huge margin, very simple to get into product idea. And it sounds like you have a niche in mind, a need that you've already identified in your own life. Yeah, I've got one niche on here that would be good for probably just me in the world, but there's <laughs> there's so many other little applications. Now that everyone, more and more people are starting to work from home, like you can have something on your desk that you actually have access to every day. Dude, I kid you not, like the buttons for like Slack or Zoom or whatever, mm-hmm. like just the quick, quick change, like that would be fire. I would buy that up. Yeah, I think like, that's why Stream Decks kind of took off in the pandemic. People have their, you know, join call and call mute buttons all as a separate standalone dedicated piece of hardware. So it's a write-off is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Oh, we got to sell this directly to Fortune 500 companies. Every new employee at Best Buy gets a button for their uh, – the, every time they make a sale and it starts flashing at them when they, they haven't done their janitorial rounds this, this hour. All right, Russell, give me a thing that you often need quick. Ziploc bags. Oh boy, this is a narrow niche. Scott, tell me about your pitch for Uber for Ziploc bags. <laughs> Why should I invest in your new startup? Oh god. Uber for Ziploc. Oh frick. Got it. Okay, this is okay. 
you have a truck, like the ice cream truck. Okay. It has everything that you would see at a gas station. Yep. Right. Or a grocery store that you need. Cup of sugar, cup of flour, stick of butter. Okay. Ziploc bags, tin foil, propane, all that shit. Just Ooh, in yeah. the cup. It's a ice cream truck for adults. <laughs> Yes, because adults need it the, the most. The adulting truck. Right? <laughs> I'm so tired. Oh my God, is that the, we- the the ice cream truck for adults? You can buy anything from diapers to weed, and it just comes right to your house. <laughs> what would the, the weed music truck. play? What music We're just doing the, a weed truck. That's all the adult truck play? Why isn't there just a truck, like an Amazon truck filled with necessities? You're taking your trash out, and there it is, the truck. Mm-hmm. You didn't even ask for it. It's driving by, and it has that thing that you know. I can <laughs> go and get AA batteries. I don't want to do just one trip for DoorDash for AA batteries. There he is, yes. right there, like an angel sent from above. <laughs> the things you need, truck. The. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> Our website is spitball.show. Please, we'd love to hear your comments, emails, feedback, uh, ideas that you have, how you took our idea and ran with it. Um, we're podcast at spitball.show. Follow us on social media. We're at the Spitball Show on Twitter and podcast at spitball.show on the Fediverse, such as Mastodon. Um, our subreddit is r slash spitball show, as long as Reddit continues to exist, which may not be super much longer. Uh, our intro outro music is Swingers by Bonkers Beat Club. Please, if you have a minute, we would love a review of some kind. Add us in Spotify. Give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Wherever you're listening, if there's a button to do something, we would love to get that. It's the best way for people to find the show. New episodes out next month. We will see you then. <laughs>